Welcome to what we created. I'm your host, Jada Kelly. Per usual, prepare for the laughs, the tears, and a whole lot of WTFs. If this is your first time tuning in and you're thinking, damn, another pod, damn, another pod. But I do hope one this one is different from the ones you may or may not be used to tuning into, and it just offers a different perspective. So today, we have a lovely guest. Aren't y'all excited? I've been posting about this for like the last two weeks or so. And now she's finally here. We're finally here together. You can tell them your name. Anything about your socials? Well, my name is LaPortia. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. No socials? I have social media, but I don't really post on it, so it's no point. That's facts. That's facts. (laughs) She should post a lot more, but whatever. We'll get into that another day. All right, so if you guys have seen or maybe you haven't seen, we're going to be talking about uh, motherhood today. And as always, whatever topic that we choose, the guest also has to talk about themselves. So, of course, just like every other guest, we're going to start off talking about um, a couple questions I have for her about her childhood. So, actually, we'll just go straight into it today for you guys. So, well, the first question really is, how are you? I'm good. That's it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's good. I'm well. Um... I guess you can tell them where you're from, like just uh, the state that you're from. I'm from Florida. Period. Me too. <laughs> okay, so very first question. Tell me about one of your happiest memories as a child. You can think about it. Go ahead. Um, happiest moments as a child. Hmm. I guess I would say my happiest moments would be when we all came together as a family because i feel like when i was a child we always was together mostly Thanks. like during holidays and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i think that was the happiest time for me okay were there any uh well i guess that's kind of like the family tradition mm-hmm. like coming together for holidays yeah okay so i won't ask you that question yeah. uh very next question remember guys we're talking about motherhood so if it seems like we're skating past stuff we just may be. So, how did your parents influence your upbringing? Um, well, my mom, well, I was raised in a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess that was influenced because I had my mom and I had my dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Do you feel like that's played a role in you wanting to give, uh, are you comfortable with saying his name or you just want to say, like, it don't matter. Are you are so has that influence you wanted to give like Sai a two parent home? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, uh, did you have any role models or heroes as a child? Somebody that you wanted to be like? Um, I would say my role model would have to be uh, my sister. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What has like what has how has she influenced you? I would say. Well, um, so obviously, well, in our household, it's just me and my sister, which she's older than me. So I kind of seen everything she did. Mm-hmm. So as a little sister, you kind of look up to uh, an older sibling. Well, that was my point of view because mm-hmm. she's like seven years older than me. So I seen her uh, go to college. She became a nurse. Um, she had got an apartment, a car. Now she has a house. So she pretty much was a role model mm-hmm. in my eyes. So. So do you, when you say that, do you mean like you wanted to follow the exact same path or like you kind of wanted your life to look like that? Well, it was, I, I think she was a good role model. So okay. she was on a good path. So I don't 
she wasn't in any trouble uh-huh. or anything like that. She was very driven when it came to working, going to school. So always had in the back of my head, that's what I'm going to do regardless. Okay. Because that's what I seen. Right. That's what I knew. Right. So it was no and ifs or buts if I was going to go to school or not. Period. That's what we did. Period. So yeah. shout out to you, girl. <laughs> um, What challenges did you face during your childhood? Or give me like a specific challenge you feel like you faced in your childhood. Challenges. I don't know about challenges, but as a kid, we did move a lot. So mm-hmm. I did go to a new school every year up until high school. Mm. So uh, I went through like seven different schools went from elementary to middle school. Mm-hmm. And then finally, when it came to high school, um, I was there all four years. Mm-hmm. That was the first time experiencing that. And that was the time I wanted to leave. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do you feel like that affected your ability to like bond with people or like form relationships with people like close because I moved relationships? So much. Yeah, mm, I don't like think so because you felt like you have to get up and leave them. No, I think this maybe sound weird, but because I moved to schools mm-hmm. so many different times, I could be somebody new every time. Not saying I'm I fake, mean, but hey, you can make up some stories and they wouldn't even know. But don't do that because yeah, that's another. That's another oh story. my gosh! But do you feel like? Do you feel like? <laughs> You formed, like, intimate relationships with other people. Okay, yeah. So, it was times where it was sad. Okay. Like, being, being close to, like, I had best friends uh-huh. during those times. And because I moved away, you're, you know, you're young. Mm-hmm. So, those friendships kind of... Dwindled. Yeah, so... So, you did form close relationships. Yeah, okay. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. For some people, I know they say, like, in the back of their head, they always feel like, well, it doesn't matter anyway. And they carried that into their adulthood, like not mm. being able to actual, actually have a relationship with somebody else. Okay. So that's interesting. Mm-mm. Period. Um, were there any si- significant events or experiences that shaped you? Like like what you mean? Like anything. Anything that you felt like made you on who you are today or like took you off a different path, put you on a new one? Well, like to be honest, as a kid, I really cared about what other people thought. Interesting. So as an adult that changed a lot like i don't really what care what other people think i don't know i think it's me over time mm-hmm. realizing that it doesn't matter what other people think about you mm-hmm. when you're comfortable in your own skin and you know who you are it really don't matter so i agree that do you feel like you just woke up one day and you were just like f it like why do i even care or like what did it look like for you to care about what people thought like did you change your actions did you like show up differently to be completely honest i think i used to try to make well i wanted everyone to like me i guess okay as a in like elementary school and Uh stuff like that so that's about it Mm -hmm. i forgot the question (laughs) it's okay (laughs) so you feel like so as a kid you wanted everyone to like you so do you feel like as you got older you didn't what like what caused the shift from being like i want everybody to like me to like who cares if they like me or not like sure you getting older like what I, was well that? i think i found myself um okay i could say there was a time i don't want to say exactly the time frame of what year mm-hmm. but where i found myself being someone i wasn't really okay. and like doing things i didn't really enjoy doing just for the um, sake of pleasing nothing other like bad but just because that person liked doing it uh-huh. um so I find myself, why am I pretending? It's boring. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? I'm going to stay home. 
I like being by myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You feel like you're introverted? This was like years, like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very, I think so. But I feel like if I know somebody and I'm comfortable with them, I talk a lot. Okay. But at the same time, I don't talk at all. That makes sense. No, I feel this. I I feel like that about <laughs> myself, so I understand. But maybe yeah. the listeners maybe won't understand. Yeah. But bump it. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, what did you say the significant event was? Shoot, I don't know. Did you answer the question? I think so. What was the significant event that shaped you? Uh, I used, you to, care you used to care about, about what. what uh, yeah. And now I don't. Did you say what event caused it though? I don't think. Uh huh. I said I used to be hanging out with people. And I didn't really like okay. what they did. Okay. We'll say. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, that was like around middle school. Okay. So following that same question, how did you navigate friendship dynamics and relationships during your youth? Like what did your friendships look like? How did you navigate like um, conflict or, you know? Well, elementary, because we moved around so much, I feel like in elementary when I formed a friendship the next year I had different friends because I kept moving Mm -hmm. I think more so in middle school is when I start having like friendships that kind of sticked with me Mm -hmm. like today um so in middle school I still have a best friend from middle school um I honestly don't have that many friends Mm -hmm. um and it's not that I don't know I just am to myself Mm -hmm. and I feel like the word friend is a big word for me. It is. Um, so when somebody like say, oh, we're friends and we just met, mm-hmm. I kind of be like, well, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, we're not friends. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't use it very loosely. So like I have a friend from middle school, I have friends from high school, like everybody that I'm friends with for the most part, mm-hmm. I knew middle school and high school. Okay. Um, I have a few people, mutual friends through um, Sheldon, mm-hmm. child's father. But um I'm very tight knit, and when it comes to friends, I'm very loyal. Okay. Aspect. Um, Do you desire to, to have more friends? I don't really. Okay. I mean, I don't mind making new friends, mm-hmm. but it's not like I need to have more friends. Mm-hmm. Where the new friends at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And I think a lot of people I'm misunderstood, and don't go and ask me what I mean by that. <laughs> what i mean by that yes <laughs> i don't know um you know some people just don't understand i guess because i'm very quiet mm-hmm. some so people you feel like think you are misunderstood sometimes because i'm okay. very quiet some okay. people be like oh what's wrong with you mm-hmm. maybe some people perceive that as stuck up mm-hmm. which i'm not i'm just very observant right um i could honestly sit here mm-hmm. and there'll be a room full of people and i'm just sitting here mm-hmm. and they're like having fun i'm having fun too i'm comfortable I'm like in that too. myself yes but it may look like dang do she want to be here yeah and it's not even that right um it's just i'm very chill very to but, yourself um yeah there was actually uh one of the podcast episodes that i did i was supposed to talk about um i don't know if it was about being an introvert or uh it was something about not feeling the need to like constantly be speaking and talking to everybody and this girl asked me to do an episode about that and you just made me remember so she touched on it a little bit for you one day we are going to get a full episode about that she just jogged my memory so next question how did you cope with difficult emotions so i know you said 
Actually, did you answer about having conflict in your friendships? Conflict as in, in my friendships? Yeah. Mm-mm. No? So what about, like, among your family? How did you, or with yourself, if you weren't feeling well or if, you like, you were anxious or angry, how did you handle those emotions? In my friendships? You can say with your friendships or just with yourself. Like, something made you angry even outside of your friendships. To be honest, it takes a lot to get me angry. Okay. Um, or sad or? Nah, I'm emotional. Okay. I don't know why. You get? But I'm sensitive. I'm sorry. Okay. So you get sad before you get angry? Yeah. Okay. I cry when I get mad. Okay. But, I mean, to me, I mean, I, I, I let a lot of stuff roll off my back. Okay. I'm the type of person that I let stuff build up. And so I know they say, say that's bad. Roll or are you just letting it build? You're, it's like, it's almost like you're being passive, but it's still, it's stacking on blocks. Yeah. I'm like that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But, like, and that's bad. Um, but I got way better with that. But I tend to, like, let things roll off my back mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and then I think I let it build up. And then when it build up, I'm just like, Real that's snappy. the phone. That's, that's the text. All right, um, and then everybody like, dang, you should have told happened. me this yeah. before. Why are you all like this now, you know? I don't even but know But I'm way you... better now. Okay, so what, what made it better? How did you go about fixing that? Or I've like... had situations where I did that, uh-huh. and I had to take a step back and like, dang, I shouldn't react that way. Mm-hmm. That wasn't okay. Okay. So I'm a little more transparent. That's how um, I need to be. But I don't get, I don't really get angry, but what I will mm-hmm. do is exit your life. Okay. That's terrible. Okay. It's terrible. I used but to I don't know how to like that. Stop. Oh. So, that's but that means that just means that person wasn't really, or those people wasn't really that important that you can just cut them off like that. No. Because if they were, it will hurt deep down, and you it could still not do hurt. What you mean? So what you? That, I feel like that's a misconception. So I, mm-hmm. I do understand that viewpoint because I do hear people say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody can easily up and leave your life, they never mm-hmm. cared about you. Mm-hmm. Not true. Mm-hmm. I can care about you deeply, and cut you off. But you still living, so it's a chance you could double back. <laughs> if, it, if you really care you know like they say if it's meant for you not saying it's a guy uh-huh it's meant for you uh-huh it will find its way back interesting yeah that just made me think back to like some of my friendships i don't know mm-hmm. there's really n- n- I, I don't know whatever um <laughs> so you said you started being more transparent in order to uh help when you got to like that anger stage instead of letting yeah. it build up first yeah because i'm the type of express. person like when i'm angry mm-hmm. or if something bothers me mm-hmm. i take a step back yeah you're gonna get that silent treatment yeah but then i'm gonna come back with a whole paragraph of why i felt this way but at least but it's like it. but it's like months later and stuff oh. like that and they're like dang you should have told me this back then uh-huh. why are you telling me this now uh-huh. so, so what did you feel okay so you waiting months later why so sure you let it build up so like you were at your breaking point why didn't you express it the first time you felt it what do you do you feel like fear or I'm like, like really good well when it comes to emotions I write a lot down in my notepad on my really on my phone yeah so um I'll be writing stuff down and I lost where I was going with that tell me the question uh sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, a mom brain um how it's okay how did you um you went from blowing up at the end. Mm-hmm. So how did you get to when I first feel an emotion expressing it? So you said you write okay, it down. Okay, okay, yeah. So I be writing. I write down my feelings. And then I go back and read it. Okay. And I'm like, dang. Why did I 
react like that. And I think I start looking at the bigger picture mm-hmm. of, okay, let me put myself in their shoes mm-hmm. instead of being all about me mm-hmm. and my feelings. Yeah. Somebody else has feelings too. Oh, I had to learn that too. It's not always yeah. about me. So I had to take a step back and I don't know if it's a tourist thing uh-huh. and I'm not really about the tourist things, but they say we're stubborn. Uh-huh. So I had to like, whatever, work on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Interesting. I feel like too with that. Uh, Still working on it. Everybody a work <laughs> in progress. Because even with that, I feel like a lot of people, I was about to say, a lot of people, uh, dang, what did you say? You said... You had oh you, she had to take a step back and realize it wasn't all about her. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people look at that in like a very selfish sense, and sure it's selfish, yeah. but I think sometimes people don't like you as a person don't realize how important you are to other people. Mm-hmm. So like selfish, yeah. But I feel like even that stems from something. Like yeah. why don't you as a person realize you I, are important in somebody else's life? You know. Well, I think I actually was writing in my notepad. Uh-huh. <laughs> had an instant uh, situation that happened at work, and I sat and I've been. I have like a note I have a note for everything like a folder and it's like being a better version of myself mm-hmm. so I will write down flaws I don't want to say flaws mm-hmm. but things I you wanted to work need on. to work on yeah and I noticed that work when something made me mad mm-hmm. I ran mm. I want to put my two weeks in mm-hmm. I'm ready to go mm-hmm. and then I noticed that when somebody make me mad mm-hmm. or something like that okay I don't even want to talk to you uh-huh Get out my, I'll cut you off, uh-huh. block you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like I'm running from the situation yeah. rather than addressing it head on. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need to stop doing that. Yeah. I need to just talk it out, and maybe it's not as serious as I'm making it seem. Yeah. Maybe I'm being over dramatic. So. Mm-hmm. I want to say over dramatic. You, cause I don't, I don't really like using words like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. It's my feelings. And yeah, I th- feel, they're valid. Mm-hmm. Uh. I don't know what words I want to use for that. Mm-hmm. There's something else I'm about to say, wh- what you just said. Oh, the running thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, the the struggle is like always trying to figure out when do you actually need to run and when do you actually need to stay? Yeah. Because like certain issues really do be feeling like it just needs to be dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they stay there. Yeah. Like Lorella say, you made your bed, you better stay there. Oh my God. <laughs> In case or not. <laughs> oh my God. What, can I do this? <laughs> Let me stop. I need chill. Uh, she's so serious. <laughs> you but saw yeah. that meme, right? No. Okay. Actually, yeah. But I seen the video. Uh, Glorilla said she wasn't gonna unblock Kai. Yeah. Is that showing out? Yeah. I seen. The, I didn't see the meme, but I saw the videos. Yeah. Yeah. And then she said she was gonna unblock him, like a month later or something. Yeah. And then that's when he said the same thing she said. What did he say? What he say? You made your bed. You need to stay there. He said that back to her? Yeah, exactly what she said. Part. Yeah, he used her same words. Okay. It was just funny. Anyway. <laughs> well, actually, I'll ask you. what? How do you, how do you um, figure out when you need to run and when you need to stay and deal with something? Mm. Like, how do you know when you're at your limit? Well, I'm big on energy. Okay. Um, shoot. I don't want to be a hypocrite. but um, Most people are. It's okay. I give a lot of chances okay. to my friends, everybody like that. Um, I just feel like I can't even answer that. I don't know. So you feel like you, you are able I to like, like put up know. with a lot? Yeah, I know I can. Okay. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, I feel like most people who are in friendships and relationships, especially when they are for a long time, you, you kind of do end up just putting up with a lot. Mm-hmm. I know people don't like to say that. 
mm-hmm. express that to people but from what mm-hmm. when i sit down and i talk to people it seems like it's just what it is yeah. i don't know if this idea that we have in our head of what something should like act, should look like actually exists i'm always curious about that mm. but this is what i want is it out there but yeah okay what you talking about me not talking about in general okay. even with friendships no, or yeah i'm always like okay do these things that people are saying they wanting or things that people are saying that they have is it real so now we're going to start moving into a little bit more of the motherhood type questions. So we just got a little bit. We learned a little bit about LaPortia. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move into what age did you think you would have children or what did your dream and what did your dream family look like? 85. Not for real. I always said if I have a child, I'll be 85. Mm-hmm. Low key saying I'm not really going to have no kids. Okay. But if I did have kids, at that time, I wanted, like, two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're young, you have unrealistic mindset. Yeah. So you think someone that is young is actually old. Mm-hmm. So, like, as a little kid, I used to be like, oh, I want to have kid, uh, two twin, uh, twins uh, when I'm 23. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no way. But, um, I mean, some people do n- nothing against that. Yeah. I'm just saying, personally, me. Not when I got wanted. to 23, I was like, I'm not ready. Right. I'm too young. I still got a whole lot to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Did I answer your question? Um, the age you thought you would have children, technically, yeah, because you said you didn't really mm-hmm. think you would have any. Mm-hmm. And then what did your dream family look like? But I guess you twins. didn't want kids. Oh, you said twins. Mm-hmm. And, and like married and or married. like your whole family. Honestly, didn't go that far. Mentally. Oh, just kids. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay. So... Are you sad that it didn't happen how you, how you planned or how you thought it would kind of be in your head? Mm-mm. No? No. You're okay with, like, the, um, I guess, the adjustment? It was a big change. Okay. Um, personally, um, I honestly, was it wasn't planned. I wasn't okay. expecting to mm-hmm. have. Was it, like, a shock? Mm-hmm. That was very surreal. Mm-hmm. Okay. But throughout my whole pregnancy. Oh, and while you were Even pregnant. when I had them. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's set in now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. A couple of months after, I was like, all right, I got a child. <laughs> you feel like you had to make the mental shift or it just happened? I don't know. It took a little, like, day by day. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how are you inside doing? How are you and your little one doing? No. Together? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Um, He's, like, um, he'll be two in March, so he's in a testing stage. Mm-hmm. Um. Say no and smile at you. Mm-hmm. Um, but because he's a boy, um, I'm very cautious what I do okay. because I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked him to be around my dad and okay. um, his dad, his father more. Um, but he is with me because I work from home mm. and he's majority with me. So Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you immediately bond with him? I know you said it mm-hmm. took you a while to mm-hmm. adjust, so... When he first came out, do you feel like you, y'all had that, like, mother-son bond? No. No. What that it feel sounds like? bad. It doesn't. But, it sounds um, real. I think it's because throughout my whole pregnancy, mm-hmm. it was surreal. Okay. Um, I would look down and be like, oh, shoot, I'm pregnant. Mm. And then it's like, okay, yeah, you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I sing ABCs to him, talk to him. But at the same time, I'm not physically seeing it my child mm-hmm. i mean yeah i see him in ultrasounds i feel him kicking and stuff mm-hmm. like that 
but it was still a surreal feeling. So when he came, um, you know, you see movies mm -hmm. because we didn't really have anybody having kids at a young age. Mm -hmm. We were all young together. So I didn't really get that experience. So uh -huh. when he came out, it was, I got, my experience was what, were movies. Mm -hmm. So people be crying. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm so in love. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, that sounded bad. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> um, but I was kind of like, oh, my baby's here. Mm -hmm. Didn't cry. Mm -hmm. But it was like, dang, he's like a stranger. Mm. I mean, he grew inside of me. Yeah. And of course, I do love him, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel that connection mm -mm, that I was expecting. So did it kind of feel like somebody else's baby that you were holding? Not that it was someone else's baby. Mm -hmm. I knew he was mine. Mm -hmm. It was just more so of I didn't feel like, you know, a strong bond. But I knew like, okay, over time, obviously, this is going to change. Mm -hmm. But right now, it's like, dang, they just gave me sounds so bad it doesn't oh, i feel like a lot of people aren't honest about it because mm -hmm. for what it sounds yeah. like mm -hmm. and i feel like people need to hear like mm -hmm. this is also something that could happen mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so you said you didn't start feeling that bond until i mean every day like days after it got stronger and stronger yeah I mean, when you get, when you witnessing this child growth yeah um you're waking up every night feeding him you get to see him smile and mm -hmm. you're on Google looking at the milestones uh -huh. and it's like, Oh, he's getting bigger. He's mm -hmm. laughing. He's doing all these milestones. It's just like, Oh my God, this is my baby. Period. So over time that changed. Do so, you yeah. feel like, um, does, of course, I mean, you feel like a mother, but does it feel like almost like siblings? Mm, no, no, you definitely feel like yeah. mom. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did you experience postpartum depression after? You had him. It depends. Uh, yeah, but. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning yeah. into part one. Again, this was LaPortia May speaking about motherhood. Oh, you already put my whole name. You on don't want your thing. whole name? I can change no, it. No, it's fine. Okay. It's <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> this was LaPortia May speaking about motherhood. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or even if you didn't enjoy it, you still want to hear more of what we have to say, feel free to tune in to part two, which will be going up. Um after december 5th i don't know what the week is after that on tuesday at 12 p.m <laughs>